Yo. Your boy, Slizzy. And I got a state of New York Knicks podcast. But tonight, I'm doing a special collaboration with a special guest. How about you greet yourself to the people, brother? What's good? What's good, everybody? It's Apollo Reed of the God Up Next podcast. What's going on? What's going on? What's up, man? First of all, I appreciate doing this podcast with you tonight, brother. I appreciate that we could come together as Knicks fans and, 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 <laughs> and celebrate this glorious season. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a glorious season right here. This is a historic season right here. Yeah, yeah. Very historic. Um, <laughs> I want to know, how did you become a Knicks fan? You got to let the people know. Um, uh, well, my, my, me and my older brother, um, he's also co-host of the Guard of Knicks podcast. We, we've been Knicks fans basically our whole life. You know what I'm saying? So, um, just growing up in New York, you know what I'm saying? I was born, I was born in Harlem. So, you know what I mean? That's all I, all I really knew was the Knicks or, you know what I'm saying? Like the Yankees, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't even really like we knew any other basketball teams. It was straight the Knicks. So it started yeah. at, at a young age. I didn't really get infatuated with the Knicks at a young age. That was just the team that I rode with because I was a New Yorker, and that's just how yeah. it went. But um, I, I have to say it was toward the end of the 90s where it really got serious a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like around the time where they got rid of Pat. And I didn't, I didn't. I, yo, I agree with you, man. I agree with you. That was tough, man. That when was I was a tough. kid, that was tough for me, man. Yeah, man. How you get rid of Pat? <laughs> yeah, out of all the people to get rid of, you get rid of Pat. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it, Camby was, Camby was a, he was a good, he was a good piece. You know what I mean? I ain't going to lie, but you know what I mean? It's, yeah. It was just a little tough to lose Pat. Yeah, it was tough. It was tough. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I agree with you, man. It was tough, man. I, yeah, I, yeah. It's funny because I'm from Harlem too. Um, Word, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm from the yeah. east side of Harlem, and you know I'm kind of just like you. I, I I'm a Harlem kid, so you know you got a lot of Knicks. Yeah, I ain't really. I always watch the Knicks from afar. I didn't mm-hmm. really become a. Uh, Fan, fan, die-hard fan. Until mm-hmm. two years ago, I've always watched the Knicks from afar. Carmelo right. Anthony was always one of my favorite players. Right, you know, right. I'm 29, so in my generation, you know, we, <laughs> I got to see a couple players grow up. I actually felt like I grew up with a couple players, but you know, I told my man's last year that if the Knicks get Fizdale and Kevin Knox, I'm. We we I'm going full ride. With, I'm fully riding with them. And it just Word. so happened they got both my first choices. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy how that happened. That's wild. You know it's wild. Like it like like I said, I always been a Nick fan. It, it didn't really get too heavy because you know what I mean I was young. Like I'm I'm 31. You know what I'm saying I'm not too much older. I'm it's only two years. Yeah. So I most like I said most of my life it was because of my brother really watching the Knicks. So that's all I knew. 
but I ain't like dive in because I was. I ain't gonna lie, my whole life I was a big T Mac fan. I was my favorite. That's all. Oh, that, one. Who who wasn't he? But word, no, everybody. <laughs> word. That was my number one favorite play. I don't care if you was talking about Jordan. Even though Jordan's the greatest of all time, we all know that. My favorite yeah, player. I, of I ain't all going time. to debate you on that. Right. Right. Debate my, you on that. Yeah, then that's a whole nother topic we can get into another time. But you know what I'm saying? Like, he the greatest all the time. But my favorite player was always Tracy McGrady. And I think the stars aligned when he came here to New York. I, was, I don't care how old he was. The fact that my – I was like, yo, that's only right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm riding from now on. Like, that's, that's just how it is. <laughs> and, then, it, and then Carmelo was my second favorite player. So then, boom! I was like, "Oh, I ain't never going nowhere. We good." Yo, you know, what I I'm love Melo, man. I, I don't know why. Like, I, like he's just one of those players. You don't know why you love him, but you love the swag. Game, man, like, the, swag. It's the swag he carried. Yeah, <laughs> it was the swag, yo. He, he carried himself beast, like a New man. Yorker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. K, you know, we get KD in one of them. That's a subject we gonna talk later on. But we get one yeah, of them. yeah. We talk they, about they that. They can put in that call like, "Yo, Bello, come through." You know, come through. Like we can use you. Minutes off the bench. <laughs> Word. Yeah. See, we on the huh? same page. All right, we on the same page. Yeah, you know same like 10, 15 minutes. You know, a night. You know, Fizdale, man. You know, Fizdale is a player coach. You know, he gonna yep. play you. <laughs> yep. Yep. He gonna, he gonna let you, you get the minutes, get... especially if it's against the old team too. He gonna let you get the. the oh hell. Oh, yeah, what? That's the old team. You see what he did today with Mario Hazonia? That, yeah, yeah. That's how I yeah. knew. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, Fizdale's the right coach. He, he's the yeah. guy. <laughs> yep. Yo, and, and a lot of Knicks fans don't feel Fizdale like that. And I just be telling them, like, yo, chill. Like, bro, it's too early. It's bro, too early. it is so early. Like, this, it, you got to watch teams like the Nets. Shout, shout yeah. out to Brooklyn Nets. Um, You got to yep. watch team Kenny Atkinson. Mike yep. Malone, you know, mm-hmm. these guys, they've been with these years. Dave Jorger, for, I, I, I probably butchered his yep. name, but the Sacramento Kings coach. I don't know how to say his name either. Yeah, word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got you to gotta, you gotta build these teams up. You can't just jump into the gate like, oh, we're going to win. No, let this guy build a team. Yeah, we know word. half of these players is not his players. So, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. come on now. And half of them, yo, and this, yeah, 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 my fault. Now, now, what you about to say? Now, I'm, I'm, my, my biggest thing about this Knicks team that I don't get frustrated with is the fact that these, are, it's clearly the youngest team in the league. Like, I don't see how everybody <laughs> is getting mad at this dude, and he has the most inexperienced team in the league. Like, what do you think he was going to do with this team? Like, ain't no coach that's going to make. Dudes who don't know how to win in the NBA win in the NBA. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like it, yeah, that, it just takes impossible. a while. Yeah, that's impossible. That's impossible. Which, which leads right into the first point. The man they traded Porzingis for. Well, I call him. I call him the centerpiece. Dennis yeah. Smith Jr. Yeah, yeah. Let's get into and it. Let's you, you, you know. It's a lot of arguments between Nick fans about Dennis Smith Jr. too. Yeah. He's, uh, you could say something, he's too much tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. I don't take personally about Dennis Smith Jr. Yeah. Yo. All right. Well, I know when it stopped, I was talking about Dennis Smith Jr., so I'll continue from there. But I bet, yeah. 
Overall, um, I think Dennis Smith Jr. could be our point guard of the future, and I think he could be a mm-hmm. great player for us. He played. He can learn how to play defense. He can get better. He's only twenty one. Um, and right. yeah, man, I, I'm I'm positive about him. We traded Porzingis for him, so he has to have a future here. You're not going to get him. You gotta go hard. Think about it from yeah. a coaching standpoint. If Fizdale's a player coach, you're not going to trade for Dennis Smith Jr. and then automatically just, you know, trade him again. That wouldn't look right. The other yeah. Way, so yeah. Right, right, right. Yep. How you feel about yep. that? And I feel like, I feel like, the way I look at it is, well, Dennis Smith Jr. I, I, he's been my dude since NC State. You know what I'm saying? Like I always like watching him play because he got that, he got that attitude in his game. You know what I'm saying? Like you ever, you ever look at a player and you could just be like, yo, just the way he play. Like I, I could, I could deal with him being my guard, especially as a, as a, at a guard, the aggressiveness he has. Yeah, you you kind of you kind of gotta love it in a way, you know what I'm saying? So I always liked his aggressiveness. He he definitely needs a shot. He needs to get that shot fluent, and I think that's really besides for him just being young and developing his IQ, that's really the only point of his game he has to really work yeah. on. Because I think everything will open up once he can knock that shot down. If you can knock that shot down, they gotta be honest. You know what I mean? They gotta step up on that three point line. And you know he got the speed to burst past you, you know what I mean. So that's really all he need, if you ask me. You know what I'm saying? And and that that looked like a point guard of the future. I ask that because <clears throat> if KD comes here, right, mm-hmm. and he wants to bring in say Kyrie or or, or Kemba, mm-hmm. do you think that'll uh, make DSJ feel some kind of way? You know what I mean? As the lead. Now, guy? I'm glad you asked that question. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You seen the interview about a week ago? It was about a week, a week and a half ago. I know you had the scene. It was going around Instagram or whatever. When Dennis Smith Jr. was having an interview, and the guy was talking to him in the interview, and he was like, hey, um, we're going to show you a picture. We know you can't talk about free agency, but we're going to show you a picture. So, Oh, so I know what you're talking about. Yep. Zion, Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. Dennis Smith Jr., Kyrie Irving. Now... And yep. that same question you asked me, would Dennis Smith Jr. buy like it's basically asking me, would he buy in to coming yeah. off the bench? Yeah. Now, Dennis Smith Jr. answered that question for me when he said once he tell Kyrie and KD to pull up. Once he said that, yeah. I said, Whoa. Yeah, yeah. I said so Yeah, that was big. Maybe he might be Kind of, he might say, "Okay, I'll come off the bench for Kyrie." Cause, mm-hmm. like, like, Boston, Boston got to the Eastern Conference Finals without Kyrie, so their mentality yep. already is, "We won without you, so we don't mm-hmm. really need you." So I think it's like kind of not working there. If he was to come here, it would be a fresh start. Dennis Smith Jr. Yeah. will look up to Kyrie because he's a champion, so it wouldn't be friction with that. Right, so that right, that would be right. my answer to your question. It, it, I don't think it'd be. Yeah, sure. I could see that. And you got a championship guard as a as a young guard. You want to learn from somebody like that. You know what I mean? And it's Kyrie Irving at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? So it's definitely something that I could I, I could see him being like, "Yo, I'm I'm with it. I'm I'm riding." That you know boy what I'm saying? Kyrie and, is cold, yo. 
He, he cold as cold ice, bro. Mark. The only thing that concerns me is the injuries, but outside of that, yo, you, sign him up for life. Hit. Here's the thing about the injuries, too. We got Dennis mm-hmm. Smith Jr. So even if Kyrie right. get hurt, Fizdale can say to Kyrie, look, we don't need to play you back-to-backs because we got this young kid right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I like that. Right. You get what right. I'm saying? And you could keep – I'm hoping they – could do this too, but if they could just keep Kadeem Allen just in the pocket somewhere, oh, somehow, somewhere, <laughs> somehow, please, some way, please, please, yo, Kadeem, watching that dude play on both sides of the floor, it, G, like he, he, he pick man. up the opposing guard three fourths of the court. That's what I like about yeah. it without even Fizdale saying nothing. <laughs> yep, yep, and, it's, and yo, you see, he was on the all defensive team. He got uh selected. Oh to yeah, the for the G League, um, for Westchester. Yeah, yeah for the yep. G League. I mean, yep, for the G League. Yep, for the G League. Yeah, man, that's I, I, yo. I've been saying it. If you check the Twitter feed, I've been saying keep Kadeem for a while. That's hashtag keep Kadeem. Yeah, bro. keep that's, Kadeem, I've been saying man. that for a minute. Keep Kadeem. That boy Kadeem. That boy is a baller, man. He's a baller, mm-hmm. and he could be that third string guard when Dennis Smith Jr. back acting. Yeah. Throw him right yep. in there. Um, yeah. That goes into the next question since we're talking about Kadima other players. Mm-hmm. The young core. Yeah. And would this young core be able to attract free agents to it? Mm-hmm. I want I want I want to hear your perspective first on that. I want to hear your perspective. Um, I think I'm gonna be I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it hundred. I don't think that we have the the same young core as a lot of other teams, but I think that I think that with what we have, it's easy to place the things that we need around what we already got. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like if Knox was overachieving right now it would kind of make it a little bit hard for certain pieces to be brought in because he would still be a starter in a way. You know what I'm saying? So it would kind of have to take away from someone who we would be bringing in. But I think, you know what I mean, Knox, people people have their feelings about Knox. I have it. I say it, I say it all the time. The man's the second youngest player in the league. If y'all don't chill out, yeah, you know oh what I'm saying? Oh, my God. Like, I'm, I'm gonna let you go. I'm Give him you. a second. The Kevin Knox told that, <laughs> yo, that aggravates me so much, man. The, the kid had 24 yeah. today, I think, too. Yeah, well, no, yeah, I think he had 24. Yeah, 24. Uh, no, 21, rounds. four, and one. Yeah, yeah. Um, two blocks. <laughs> He's been, you know what I've been noticing about Kevin Knox, too? Two steals. I think Mitch has been inspiring him. Yeah. To do all them chase down blocks too, because he's been flying on the weak side of defense. Yo, that's a fact. <laughs> he's been flying. I think Mitchell's motivating kids out there. And send them. I'll be like, yo, word, word. And for Mitch to be doing that, and that's an, that's another thing about the young core. Beginning of the year, I can completely understand yeah. everybody talking trash about the young core. But number one, let's 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 not forget that Trey hasn't played since what February or, or, or early March at yeah. this point. Trey hasn't played since like early early March. March. So I'm not going to sit here and, and act like which year since Trey has been shot. Oh, I was going to say yeah, oh, yeah Trey quietly forty percent from three quietly 
quietly 45% from the field. Very efficient. 11 points, too. Efficient. Very efficient. Kevin Knox, efficient. 12 points. Paul George averaged 7.9. Mm-hmm. Kawhi averaged 7.8. Giannis averaged 6.9. Giannis didn't even shoot... His rookie year. Giannis didn't even shoot 27% from three his rookie year. I think he shot 20%. Like, this kid is shooting 35% from three. Brandon Ingram averaged two rebounds his rookie season or three. People kill me when they try to kill our young core. I got a lot of optimism about this young core, man. Like, I think Kevin Knox is a starter. I think the pitch that Fisdale could throw mm-hmm. to KD is say, look, you're 31. I got this kid in Knox. Let Knox continue yeah. to play small forward. How about how do you feel about playing the two guard? That's only if we draft Zion. If you, I feel like if we draft Zion. Oh, KD at the two? Here's my reasoning, though. Ooh. If Fisdale's really pushing for positionless basketball mm-hmm. and he's really trying to run that narrative, Right. Kevin, okay. Kevin Durant came in the league playing shooting guard. His whole rookie year, he played shooting guard. Um, yeah, I feel thing. like Kevin is if, mm-hmm. is he open to it? I don't know, but Fisdale could say to him, "Look, we can stagger your minutes at shooting guard. You don't necessarily have to guard the shooting guard either, because the first subs could be okay. Knox go to the right. bench. Okay, throw throw right in Dotson." Uh, Mitch go to the bench. You could put right in DeAndre Jordan. You, know? you feel mm-hmm. me? Like you could keep it rotating. You got. You still got Trent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, it, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yo, He's still there. Efficient. Dogs, <laughs> I, I, yo, this today probably the first time I show love to Dotson on my Instagram page. Like he's been very consistent all season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always the one that's gonna step up and. The thing I like about Dotson is you see the numbers get a little bit fluctuating in terms of, like, his points. But that happens when you have a player who who plays both sides of the floor every night. You know what I'm saying? And that's one, time, that's one thing I always respected about Dotson is that, yeah, <clears throat> he'll drop 25 and then he might have nine the next night. But it don't matter what what happens. He's going to be playing different defense every play every night you know what i'm saying and that that's something that i want my young guard to be doing at an early age you know what i mean that's 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 why i'm not i don't mind him having seven points he had seven points one rebound one assist tonight in 36 Plus minutes so you know what i'm saying positive like, though it's like that like yeah that kind of looked bad but he's <laughs> a positive five because he out there playing a you know, positive nine my bad because he out there playing defense you know what I'm saying? So these are the numbers that's not going to show up. You know what I mean? But people always look at, oh, he ain't score. So what's he doing? It's the tick. Nah, people it's don't really look at that. You know what I'm it's... saying? Like, he doing both sides of the floor, man. <laughs> it's it's Nick's fans. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he used to flashy, fly. We, we want the shiny new toy that could jump real high and dunk on people. Like, they they don't like the technical basketball. Yep. <laughs> Nick fan killed me, man. <laughs> Nah, but they don't. You know, what, they don't like the IQ your, guys. Obviously, like, come on, man. you know, KD, Kyrie's number one, number two. You don't got any lower tier free agents. You don't think the Knicks should look at a Patrick Beverly, Alfred Mello? Mello. Hmm. Mm. 
hold let me see Patrick Beverly. I like Patrick a lot, but that means that we, we can't keep Kadeem. Oh, yeah, bring you're right. You know no, you can keep Kadeem. Like, like, you can keep Kadeem because Patrick Beverly can I play shooting guard and point guard. True, true, yeah. So he could definitely step in both sides. So, I mean, yeah, you could do it. I mean, especially if we don't end up keeping the Lakina. Oh, man, you know what I'm saying? I could definitely heart, see us making that move. You know what I mean? If uh, I, I really like Frank. Bro, Clean, don't get man. me started. Please don't That kid, man. <laughs> He's a baller, That's man. my dude. That's my dude, man. Yo, see, man, that's the thing with me about Frank, bro, is, like, I know he was brought in by Phil Jackson. I get it. I get it. Y'all don't uh, – he's not aggressive, bro. If you put this dude on a team with a bunch of players who know what to do with they yeah, roles, watch the progress you see this dude make. I guarantee Word. you you will not be disappointed in Frank Nilakina when you put good players around him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that – yo. Come, the I ain't even going to get into it too much. But it, it's let like, me <laughs> – you got half of the people. It, it's no in between. Like it's either you think he's just trash or you think he's just gonna become good. Yeah, like, it is no in between with Nick fans. Nick fans don't. Yeah, you see, Nick There's fans no don't between. necessarily pay attention to plus minus. They don't pay attention to stuff like that. They only pay attention to scoring. Nah, this is why I get into arguments about Emmanuel Mudiay. And yep, this guy is he's like. He pisses me off, and it's like <laughs> and I know he could be a good player. I'm not going to bash him right now. We're not bashing Nick right now, so I'm not going to bash him right now. I'm gonna just say what he needs to be better at. Right, his defense and his mm-hmm. offensive IQ is terrible. It today he's a negative, and the kid had ten assists. When was the last time Moutier had ten assists? That's bad. <laughs> I don't even think he's to be honest with you. Yo, matter of fact, now nah, I think it happened once this season. Like, you and know what I'm saying? Was... Like only once. Yeah, that's crazy. A little bit. That's I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. You gotta play the and the kids, I, I'm, I'm, I don't care whoever's in the starting lineup. For me personally, yeah, I mean, I've been seeing Moody. Moody got 40 minutes tonight, bro. So you know, what I mean, like, I get, I get certain fans when they get upset at Fizz. Like the only thing I, I, I do give Fizzdale a little bit of a knock for is sometimes his rotations and, and certain players he plays a little bit too much. <laughs> And that's it. Like, you know what I mean? And at that point, if, yo, and at that point, bro, like, we have. Yo, yo. But yeah, he's, t- he's getting on fist though. And what we do like and don't like about fist though. And you was getting into the rotations. So, what about his rotations that you don't like again? Um, 
Nah, that that like the, I guess the the only time I really like 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 stuff like tonight, like the Moutier playing forty minutes, Ew. like it's like damn, yeah, like come on, like that I can't I can't rock with it. I don't I don't know what I mean. That's the only love about how he coaches. Completely honest with you, like. He's a player's coach. He's the type of coach that could use, like, like for example, um, when you talk about, like, what, uh, who could win and do well without Kyrie. Mm. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, so... Like he he got a a system that is a little bit yeah he got a little bit of a system that runs a little bit better. It doesn't really matter who you got in there over there because he got a good a good system. But Fisdale is more of a coach who knows how to use the talent. Like there should be no way that y'all playing better basketball when Kyrie is not on the floor. This it I don't understand how you have somebody that good and you don't take that talent and make your team take off. You know what I'm saying? So I think, if anything, that's one thing that Fizdale will be able to do is when he gets that talent, he going to ride that talent. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, he going to oh, make sure that yeah. talent is – the, the efficiency is going to be there. He's going to make sure oh, the, yeah. the plus – yeah, he's going to make sure that they are playing yeah. minutes. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So, like – And not only that, he's going to make sure that they are focal point of the word. Mm-hmm. Fizdale, that offense – it, my only thing about his offense is he gotta have more off-ball screens, more off-ball cuts for me. But I think he didn't install that yet because he just doesn't have his players yet. Yeah, like I, I, I think he's just right. Yeah, honestly, these guys are too. They don't really he's know doing that. Moutier a favor. He's playing him, showcasing his talent. If Moutier gets paid next summer, well, this summer, he's gonna have to thank Fizdale. You know, send him a dinner. Because that twelve million cap hold is gone, brother. Mm-hmm. That is gone. It, that is very gone. Oh, for sure. And you gotta. He's gone. He's Frank gone. Galina only makes four million next season. So, Fizdale's. Mm-hmm. And Fizdale has been on record saying how much he loves the fact that he does, even though he might not be as aggressive offensively, yeah. he loves the what he brings on the defensive side of the floor. So he's been on record saying that. So, I mean, and my thing with, with Fizz also, and this, I, I'm, I'm not going to take up too much time with it, with, with Fizz, the thing I do appreciate, if we if you took, take it back to la- last year, Moody wasn't having no I agree. where he, I agree. he looked like an NBA guard. You know what I mean? No. He had he was not an NBA guard last year when he came over here, and Fizdale turned him into an NBA point guard for sure. There's no there's no doubt about it. If it was not for David Fizdale, Moody would have been out of the league right now. And that was the first thing he said. That was his first mission. If if you look good, everybody (laughs) first press conference. What did Fizdale say? I'm gonna get you right. And that's exactly what he did. You feel me? So if you look, if you look at that, that alone, 
If you can turn Moutier into an NBA point but guard, I have no you, doubt let about me what you can do with Dennis question, Smith Jr. as your point you guard. What do you think he can do with Zion? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, see, boom. All right, so boom, we're gonna go there. All right, all right. See, this is what this is what I like. You know what I'm saying? Cause all right, now, now I hate I'm Duke, a Duke bro. fan. Not a lot of people like that. I understand it. I get it. Yo, anybody who hate Duke, I ain't mad at you because if yeah. I didn't if I didn't like Duke, I would hate Duke. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just the that's the type of team they are. You know what I mean? I like Duke because I used to, whenever I used to play, um, what was it, NBA Live, I think it was either 96 or 97, with my Man. brother all the time, and I always played with Grant Hill. So I always was, I was always playing with Grant Hill on the, on, on the Pistons, so I would always go to like, yo, what school did he go to, you know what I mean? Because my brother would always tell me about college ball. At a younger age, I ain't know nothing about NCAA basketball. But the only team I did know were, and the only team I did know about though was Duke because of Grant Hill, and that's it. That's the only reason why I'm a Duke fan. So whatever, I'm a loyal dude. That's a we New Yorkers, we loyal, so I gotta stick with it. But watching Zion this entire season, he was no, not showcased the I way agree, he should have been showcased. As many highlights as that dude had. He was not showcased the way he should have been showcased, bro. He that ball should have been in his hand. Number one, every play, every play. Mm -hmm. RJ Barrett had a higher usage rate than him. That should not happen. That should not happen. That's the one thing I've ever criticized my coach, Coach K for, is you you do not make R.J. Barrett the primary player over Zion Williamson. I don't know why he did it or how he did that. I don't know. But if you look at Fisdale, like we said before, he when he get talent, he uses his talent. And I think you put Zion on New York, bro, they're going to have some plays ran for that boy, and he's going to catch posters. He's going to be at the foul line. He's going to be getting blocks. He's going to be in the passing lane. He's going to be in. Oh, the, man. Uh, Yo, that, that, the, the, that we call it fast five, breaks. Pick and roll with man. Him and Mitch. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh no. Don't. I, I come hope. on. Yo, what are you going to do? What are you going to do, son? You, it's pick your poison at that point. When they run in the pick and roll, it's pick your poison. I need. You're going to get dunked on. It's going to happen. For, for what I see from Fisdale. What I would like to see, let Zion bring up the ball. I would run the offense through Zion. If you got a guy like Kyrie, mm-hmm. a guy like KD, any one of those guys could bring up the ball if I'm fist. So it's like the only person anybody the ball would be yep. Kevin Knox and um, Zion Williamson, obviously. The one thing he did showcase him, though, was if you place a collection of talent around Zion, like, for example, R.J. Barrett took way more shots than Zion, correct? So he obviously is not the number one option. If he came mm-hmm. to the Knicks, yeah. Kevin Durant would be the number one option, first and foremost. And, and Kyrie would yeah. be the second mm-hmm. option. Rightfully so, so. Zion, Kevin Knox, and the rest of those guys would get their shots off. 
I think Fizdale would make Kyrie more of a, a mm-hmm. passing point guard. I think he would try to make him do that. I think he would say to him, look, you got to use these guys. You can't not trust your guys. I, I think that's what not that's not working. Under two minutes, the team always put Kyrie in a pick and roll and have him try to guard the person who's trying to score. On the Knicks, I don't think that would happen because mm-hmm. let's say if you get a Kyrie, you got a Kevin Durant, Kevin Knox, and Zion in the starting lineup. Anybody you try to switch Kyrie off on, don't let it be Zion, KD, or Mitch, or one of those guys. That's why I like Mitch and how do you feel about that so-called Anthony Davis yeah. trade? Um, which one? Which one was it? The um, trade, trading the, 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 the pick for that? And I'm so opposed to this, too. But we would have to trade Mitch, Zion, Kevin Knox, and probably Frank. Hell no. What? You're trying to rebuild the Pelicans, man. Get, nah, nah, <laughs> nope. You take no word, yeah, nope, nope, absolutely not, absolutely not. He could go to L.A. for all that. I'm sorry. Oh, crazy! You said Zion, Mitch, Frank. Nah, first of all, nope. First of all, I'm good. number one. The moment they said Mitch, I I'm said good. nope. That's the moment Mitch they said Mitch. Now. Nope, if I'm Mitch good. Start shooting threes, man. I might fall off. I might fall off my chair. Yeah, yep. Son, you see him in practice, dog. My man's, and I knew before the season that he could shoot the three. You know what I'm saying? So I knew eventually that he would start to like add it into his game a little bit. And he even said it. He said. Maybe in a, in about a year or two, I'll start showcasing it a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I can see he can shoot it, but it got to be game ready. You know what I'm saying? Like, it got to be something like, all right, I'm going to take him only if it's the smart shot. I don't want him to start taking these threes because he can. You know what I mean? Because that's going to take away from what he's doing now. I want him to get, like, so locked in in the game that he's developed now and, and put backs, rebounds, blocks, all that, and then no, add in the three. Like, I don't want the three to be a prominent part of his me game neither. just I, I yet. Think I want him to develop that. Mitchell you know Robinson, what I mean? who streak just ended today of 25 straight games with two or more ties, David. Huh? Nah, he ain't get two nah, tonight. Nah, he got two tonight. Nah, yeah, nah, he got one. He got he two got tonight. tonight. Streak ended. I think Oh, because oh, I thought it said two on um on Bleach Report. They got me. No, he got one. I think, honestly, Mitchell Robinson is going to be one of the leaders on the Knicks sooner than later. Yeah. He's starting to now. I see it. I hear him. Like, you start him hearing him talk. Yep, we back. Well, yeah, we back. Um... But like I was saying, I think Mitchell Robinson 
if Fisdale's really the coach that he said he is, the player development coach, and he got the right development team, mm-hmm. I think Mitchell Robinson can become a general. I think he's untradeable. I think the whole Anthony Davis trade is just blasphemous, like my man Stephen A. Smith would say. Yeah. <laughs> I think we need to just stay far away from that guy. I, personal opinion, I don't even think Anthony Davis is a winner. And I know that sounds crazy. but Man, he hasn't won, really. I mean, when you look at his past five years on the Pelicans, what has he done? Yo, he's been to the playoff once. I think it was last year. It was his first time to the playoffs, right? It was twice. It was twice. Remember, he got swept by Golden State. Oh, that was that was when he had Boogie, right? Nah, that was the year Boogie got hurt. Right, right, right. And yeah, they swept. They swept um, Portland, and then they got swept by the by the Warriors. Yeah, that's right. Yep, I remember that. Yeah, I mean, Anthony Davis, and he's not tough. He's, he's, not, not, he's always hurt. There's always like a my elbow hurt, my finger, you know what I mean? My toenail. Like it's always something like minor. Like really? Like you missed the game because of that? You know what I mean? Like he sneezed too hard or some something. Like I, I'm, I, I can't deal with that, son. Nah, I, I, I can't deal with it neither, man. That that trade just scares the hell out of me, man. It really does, man. I mean, you talk about AD, to be honest with you, uh, Mitchell Robinson has a lot of AD potential in him anyway. You know what I'm saying? So I don't. I wouldn't trade Mitchell Robinson plus pieces for AD because it's like I highly doubt that within three years, that AD will still be better than whatever pieces we gave up for AD. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah. nah, I'm not with it. Yeah, that yeah, I'm 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 cool on that. I'm cool on that. So sure. The last thing, Scott Perry. How do you feel about Scott Perry tension here so far? I call I call him Uncle Perry. You feel me? Like that's that's my dude, man. I don't know what it is about him. He just got that that uncle look where, like, <laughs> you have a you have a like. There was always that one uncle that was like, yeah, I I can't act up in front of this uncle because he he gonna set me straight if anything. Like he got that look to him, you know what I'm saying? So I always yeah. I always whenever I see Scott Perry, I'd be like, yeah, he look like a dude that you. You you've talked to before, like he looked like somebody you that you know or s- somebody that's in your family somewhere or something like that. But for what he's been doing so far, I mean, everything he's done since he got here, he's cleaned up everything, like mm. everything. Son. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> he's cleaned up. He cleaned house, bro. Like he came in and was like, yo, what what you doing? Why is this painting on this wall? Like, yo, come on, let's fix all this. Like, <laughs> yeah, he did. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he kicked everybody out the house. Everybody out the house. He almost kicked <laughs> Steve Mills out the crib. Like, yo, I'm gonna give you another chance. Cause that Tim Hardaway contract was was a little crazy. Oh bro. my god, yo, you couldn't wait five more days, bro. Bro. Five more days. Five more come days on, and ten Steve million, Mills. ten million less at least. Like, come on, like, I, come on, Steve. Mills. For real. But 
That trade looked better and better every day. Every. It looks better and better every day. You know what's crazy? And I, I heard that he would if if um we didn't trade Tim Hardaway in that trade that people were telling Scott Perry that he would have to give up three draft picks in order to get rid of Tim Hardaway Jr. Oh my G. Nope. Oh, oh, he did it in the right of time. Yep. <laughs> right? <laughs> he did it. He, he, he was spot on. Spot on. Mm-hmm. Spot on. Scott Perry, his track record is great. It hit from him. He changed the whole culture in Sacramento. He got those young kids over there balling, De'Aaron Fox. And we tried to trade for De'Aaron Fox, too. I, I, I poof. People lucky we don't got De'Aaron Fox, Listen, man. man. That boy Cole. That was my favorite that boy, player that boy from Cole, that draft, man. bro. That's that's my favorite that player boy, from that Cole. draft. Yo. <laughs> He's something different. He really something different. He like a he like a little bit better version of a, a of a young John Wall, if you ask me. I, I got Baron Davis. He give me Baron Davis vibes. Ooh, you don't really give me John on. Wall vibes. He, I kind of like that. Too, he he too. I don't know, like he. That boy is nice, man. Yeah, that's my dude. I ain't gonna. He's, he was giving Lonzo buckets that whole year in in, in um in college, yo. And I, but Magic, he's bugging. <laughs> I'm so he's he, bugging. <laughs> Matt, first of all, I'm just so glad we. It it seems like the Nick Funk just went to every other team. Like, yeah, every team is just going through it, like. Magic, first of all, we all watched De'Aaron Fox give Lonzo 39. Yeah. You were supposed to draft De'Aaron Fox. Bugging. Could you imagine if De'Aaron Fox was in L.A. right now? Oh, my goodness. Then you don't even do that. Before that, you trade D'Angelo. You let One hundred fifty threes this season. Mm. LeBron mm. can use that. Y'all let Mitchell Robinson fall right in our lap. Yeah, <laughs> for real, son. Like yo, everything that they've done since Magic has got there has been sketchy. Like, what are you doing? Oh man, yo, if I'm Genie Bus, I'm like, yo, you got one more bad move to make, and you gone, Joe. I'm like, like real talk, because. And then he came out and was like, oh, if I don't get two marquee free agents or something like that next year, then I'll step down. Yo, you got a lot of balls to be talking like that with the moves you've been making, bro. Yeah, he got he to gotta do something over there, man. You, you, you could have had D'Angelo with Jason Tatum with LeBron, you, with Julius Randle. He got to do something wow. over there, man. Wow. Got to do something over there, man. This is why I'm glad we got Scott Perry. Yeah. I think Kevin Knox on this offseason, if he could just bulk up, if he could get a growth spurt, and just what I really want him to work on is his post game. Mm-hmm. I want him to get some post moves. Yeah. That'll really add to his game for real, for real. Because you see what it did for Tatum. You know what I'm saying? So. Like, he worked with Kobe this offseason, and you could just see it in his game. Like, he get that ball in the post, and he just have a whole different, like, aura about him. You know what I'm saying? So, it's just like, if Kevin Knox could just add a little bit, a little bit of a post game and just get it, if he could just 
get his handle down a little bit to where he can create a little bit better. Yeah, once he get that down, he's going to be unstoppable. He's going to be unstoppable. And then he can look for his teammates a little bit better. That's another little thing that I'd be having to trouble with sometimes because he'll, he'll drive the lane and get double teamed and Mitch is wide open under the rim. I'm like, yo, just lob it up. That's it. Just lob it up. You know what I'm saying? But he'll, yeah. he'll start seeing that when he get older. Yeah, I ain't, I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't beefing with him about that right now because he's young. You know what I mean? Like, your vision just don't open up like that. Not everybody got vision, as a wing especially, at that young age. Yeah, true. I agree. Well, nah, I was going to end it, but I got another question for you, brother, right, before, right. I, before I let you go. Let's say if the Knicks could sneak into the first round again. Mm. I don't know. Any pick between 15 and 25. Mm-hmm. Got any got any guys you looking at between that range? Between fifteen and twenty five. Um, this I'm not gonna lie. There's a big gap in between Zion and and um. Well, I'll say Zion, John Morant, and then the rest of the prospects that's there. Um, I wouldn't say. John Moran's on the same level as Zion, but I say he's pretty he's 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 a little bit lower. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's pretty damn close. He's pretty damn close, you know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't be mad if we ended up with him, but only if we didn't get the first pick. If we get the first pick and we don't pick Zion, then me and me and Uncle Perry gonna have to have a talk. But yeah, yeah, he gonna send the city in up. Yeah, <laughs> boy, they gonna get him out of here. He ain't here gonna quick. do that. He, yeah, he ain't gonna do that. I ain't worried about Scott. Perry. Yeah, he well, he ain't gonna do that. But um, in the fifteen and twenty five range, there's a lot of dudes. What's my man from um Purdue? Uh, oh, that kid was balling. Yeah, that kid was balling. I forgot his name. Edwards Carson Edwards. Yeah, is it Carson, Carson Edwards? Edwards. Is, was it? Uh, Carson, I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah, put, he's on. He that was up. on. He that's to do that 42 the other night. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ten threes. Yeah, who? Oh, he was wilding. He was wilding. Flamethrower. So yeah, there's a lot of guys in that range. You know what I'm saying? So like, I could see somebody falling right out of the lottery. You know what I'm saying? In that 15, 16 um spot. Um, I like Jared Cova a lot, but he's not gonna fall that oh, far. I like, I like him a lot too. He's not gonna fall. I like him a lot too. Yeah. So, I mean, in the fifteen to twenty-five range, there's some guys that that I've seen. It, what's my man from um, uh, man from UNC? Damn, I forgot his name. Nazir Little. Yes, Nazir Little. Little. Yo, Yo, that's exactly who I want. Yo, <laughs> that's exa- I'm hoping Scott Perry is looking at him. I'm, Yo, I'm praying he could make some. I'm and the thing praying. is, if he feel like they might get picked before that, we have an opportunity to pick again. He has an opportunity. Like he, we got pieces to trade. You know what I mean? We could trade. Like yeah, we got ammo. We got yeah, some we got, ammo. Yeah, we got we some, some ammo, ammo in that in that KP trade. You know what I'm saying? So we got, yeah, we got seven draft ammo. picks, seven first round draft picks in the next five years. So. We can make something work if we really need to. So I mean, that'd be crazy, yo. But this, yo, <laughs> I ain't want to try to get too hype, buddy, just yet. But I listen from last draft. I don't. I'm, I'm sorry. We 
we in my in my opinion from the people who drafted last year, we top three from what we did with the with the picks that we did pick up. Number one, Kevin Knox. Number two, Mitchell Robinson in the second round. You see, he's putting up numbers with David Robinson and Manu Bowl Man. and all that and. Patrick, Patrick Ewing, Ewing. Oh my God. And it's 70% from the field. Killing. Third highest PR ever for killing a rookie. It. Killing this it. This kid yo. is ridiculous, Th- yo. You mean to tell he- me that's New York ain't really building nothing? Come on. That's just hate when you hear all that. You know what I'm saying? So these dumb stories. You know, on the hell. You know, stop it. Man. It's, it's ridiculous. And then, and then to add in Tria undrafted, like, there's no, I don't think there's many other teams you can honestly say did better than us in the draft and in terms of development since then. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I really got faith in what Perry could do. You know what I mean? I feel like he's going to work some magic. I feel like in, in another strange turn of events, there might be another frozen envelope because the league owes us a frozen envelope at this point. <laughs> They always yeah, they owe me. <laughs> yeah, they owe. They, Yo, let me uh, let me break it down for you real quick. Mm-hmm. They gave Phoenix one. They gave Celtics one. They gave Philly one. They gave Philly two of them. They gave Cleveland three of them. Three of them. They gave the Bulls one already. Mm. They gave everybody else one. Washington. They gave everybody else one but us. I think it's our turn. Yeah. I think we do. Adam Silver. He's he graduated from Duke. You're a Knicks fan. You yep. gotta show us some love, brother. Show us some love, bro. <laughs> like I was saying that the other day. Like Adam Silver, you a New Yorker at heart. I know you really know what's going on right now. Like I know because my thing is, is I have this conspiracy theory that the league needs NY and LA to be prominent again. You know what I'm saying? The Knicks being the highest grossing franchise. In the NBA, and we haven't made the playoffs in six seasons. Like, yeah, that's come ridiculous. On, like, <laughs> you know, ridiculous. if we start winning, the league is gonna make a whole lot of money. So I know y'all looking at that. Like, come on, help us out. You know what I'm saying? Like, it. Yeah, it's gonna, throw, you throw the dog a bone. Yeah, throw the dog a bone. Y'all tried in LA. You see what's going on with LeBron and, and Magic. So. Y'all might be losing a little bit of faith over there. Just come over and th- throw some trust over here, man. We're going to take care of it. Trust me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm not really too worried about what we could do when we get it. Just give us that opportunity. And, and I think we can make something happen. Like, real talk. Yeah, that's a fact. Well, that's it for now, man. Yep. Appreciate all the fans tuning in. You got anything you want to say to the people, brother, before we go? Um... I want everybody from now until May 14th, which is the draft lottery day, I want everybody every night to say a prayer to the basketball gods for the number one pick. That's all I need. That's all we need. You need collectively as New York fans, have the basketball gods throw us a bone. You know what I'm saying? Like, we really need that, for real, for real, because I think everything starts there. If we can get Zion, I think everything else will fall in place. <laughs> Alright, yeah, y'all already know. This is your boy Slizzy. Uh-huh. I definitely agree with my son. I definitely agree. Um, we definitely gotta do this again, brother. Yeah, uh, I'm all for it. And you gotta jump just, on ours too. We gonna we definitely gonna um chef something up. I don't know when, 
when you free again. But um, we, yeah. oh no, nah, we can do it. We can do it this weekend. All right, we can do it this weekend, Saturday, Sunday. Oh yeah, we're um, recording probably Saturday or Sunday night anyway. So yeah, I'm definitely gonna hit you that. I definitely hit me, man. Definitely, I appreciate you tuning in, man. State of the New York Knicks podcast. This is Slizzy, Apollo. We out. Peace. Peace.